Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, business minus the bullshit. Whether you're new in business or find yourself in a season of change, get ready to build a strategy, create an action plan, and crush those goals. I'm Sasha, host of Strategy for Creatives, and I help female-led businesses grow their brands in authentic, measurable, and meaningful ways without the stress. There's no sugar coating here. I'm serving up real tips and actionable steps you can take to help get you organized, get off the path to burnout, and grow your brand like a boss. So go ahead, pull up a chair, grab a notepad, and let's talk business. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Strategy for Creatives, Business Minus the Bullshit. I, of course, am your host, Sasha, and today we are doing part two of our Beyond Social Media series. And today it's going to be about email lists, people. I told you guys last week I didn't want to start with email lists because everyone feels like they should have one. It's the one big thing that everyone stresses when it comes to business. You need to build your email list. What are you doing to have an email list? And I didn't want to start there because it can be overwhelming. But email marketing and having an email list is an essential, I'm going to repeat that, an essential part of your business. You should definitely have an email list. Even if you don't have a website yet, if you just have a landing page, if you're just in the beginning stages of your business, I want you to work on building an email list. Because as I mentioned last week, there are only really two things that you own in your business. And that is your website and your email list. And the people who opt into your email list are opting in to receive direct communication from you. That means that they are already a somewhat warm lead. They're interested in hearing about what you have to offer. And those are the people who are going to be more likely to purchase from you. So let's jump right into it and talk about why you need an email list for your business. Number one, this goes into why I even started the Beyond Social Media series, but it's a backup for social media uncertainties, right? If the Instagram and Facebook outage taught us anything is that we need to have alternative ways to talk to our audience. We know the frustration that comes with trying to get likes and comments and share every time Instagram changes the way our content is seen. I myself, I've had reels that have gotten to like 20,000 views. I have some reels that have gotten to 200 views. I have no idea why. I don't know what the difference is. I don't know why Instagram chooses to push some over others. I don't know why some resonate more with people um, over others. It's I always feel like I'm playing a game when it's on Instagram and it's hard to figure out how our content can be seen. But we can control what goes on. Um, on our email list outside of social media. And so it's a good thing to have, especially when we don't know what the algorithms are that can change at any time when outages occur and we don't have the means to always control how our messages are getting out there. A good email list means that we can talk directly with potential clients in their inboxes. We are more likely to be seen by them and we don't have to worry about being beholden to Instagram, Facebook, and the other social media giants about whether or not they have outages and whether or not we're even going to be able to get our content out there. Email lists are also a great way to build personal connections. You can use your list to build real connections with your audience. So for example, if you are on my email list, you probably see way more pictures of my son than I ever share on social media. And that's because social media is a place where I don't really want his face. I want him to make that decision himself. So I don't share too much about him on social media, but I do share much more personal stuff on my email list. I I share milestones that my family and I have 
and fun stories with my email list that I don't normally share on my website or social media. And I often get replies back from my readers about how much that they love and appreciate what that what I'm sharing, especially when I have my son in my emails. He is a big uh, number one why I get a lot of responses to my emails. If I show a picture of him, I get lots of responses about how cute he is and how big he's gotten and how they love his smile. And yes, it has nothing to do with maybe the content of what my email is about. But what it's doing is help building that personal connection with people. And make no mistake about it, building personal connections is how you really convert people to sales, right? I talked a lot last week about the like, no trust factor. People want to like you, they want to feel like they know you, and they want to trust you before they make a purchase. By getting people to know you, and I'm using quotes with that, they're more likely to buy from you. And one of the ways to do that is to build personal connections. And email is a great way to do that. You can share personal stories. You can share behind the scenes about what happens in your life in a way that makes sense for your overall business marketing, but it's going to allow you to build those personal connections with people and really create as a a feeling with your potential clients and those who are on your list that they know who you are, that they're getting a sense of the person behind the business. And this is really important if you're a solopreneur. If it's just you, if you're the face of your brand, if you are the face of your business, more and more people want to know what a business stands for and who are the people behind a business. And they are going to connect you, whether you really like it or not, they're going to connect you to your business and what other way to do that than to get to know the person behind the business. If you share what you like, what kind of things you're into, some fun stories about yourself. And of course, as much as you're willing to share, it doesn't have to be anything and everything. You don't have to share what you don't want to. But if you open yourself up to that, to sharing more about your life and about maybe why you started your business or things that you love doing with your family and how your business affords you time to do that or how supporting your small business allows you to do certain things with your families. I, I know a business who every year, you know, shares pictures of her husband and her kids and says, you know, this is when you make a purchase from my store, this is who you're helping to support. And people really connect with that. So building personal connections via your email list is going to help you convert those people to sales because it's building that like no trust factor. They're going to feel like they know you, trust you, and therefore are more likely to purchase from you. Your email lists are also a great way to make money. Let's be honest. How many emails do you get in your inbox all the time with sales, with marketing tactics, who's telling you to buy something? It's a great way to make money and businesses are meant to make money. I've talked about this on several episodes. Yes, we all run businesses for different purposes. We want to help different people. We all have different motivations for starting a business. But unless you have a nonprofit, the number one goal in any business is to make money. I'm going to say that again because I know it triggers people, but the number one goal in business is to make money. Some people may not feel as if they're, that's their number one goal because they want to help people. They want to um, tell a story or make people feel uh, comfortable in their journeys or let people know that they're not alone. All of that really is the why of why we start our business. That's why we want to get into a business. But really, the actual business part of a business is to make money. And an email list is a great way to make sales. 
We have all made purchases from email lists. I guarantee you that you have seen something pop up in your email, whether it's a sale that's coming up, whether it's a new product, whether it's discounts being offered that you have enticed you to make a purchase from an email list and utilizing your list to announce exclusive deals, new products, that's going to be more likely to increase your sales. Last year around this time when I was coming up with new products for my shop, I had a whole campaign of several emails that talked all about the story behind the products of what I was making, why this collection was important to me and helped boost my sales. I actually made a ton of sales exclusively from my email list versus other social media channels. And so utilizing your email list to make money is a great way to make sales. It's, it's going to help you make sales. And I want to stress something in that most people will say there's a statistic out there that you have to be in somebody's inbox. You have to have at least seven touch points before somebody is going to convert into a purchaser. So what that means is you have to be actively selling in an email list. I had a conversation um, with a guest who you'll hear from, I believe at the end of the month, um, a hot seat guest, but we had a conversation about her email list and she was providing great value to her email list at the time. But it's one thing to provide value. You've, t you've heard me talk about providing value and how that helps build the like, no trust factor. But we also have to sell. We all don't like being salesy, but we have to sell. And so by dropping in between, you know, sharing your personal stories or sharing things that you like or sharing value in your email list, dropping in a product of the week or something that you're loving from your shop this week or a course that you're launching, dropping those into the emails, doing that every email, every other email, that's what creates that seven touch points. And so it takes at least seven times for someone to see an offer from you before they are willing to purchase from you. And you have to remember, we see our content all the time. We are the people who are always seeing our sales. We always see our shops. We always see what we're offering. So when we're doing salesy things, it can feel kind of icky. It can feel like we're pushing it too much. But the majority of people, they may not see that email. They may only see one of those emails. And so the more you push it, the more likely people are to see it, which is going to get converted into sales and transactions and people signing up for your courses and doing your one-on-ones. You have to be willing to sell and using your email list to do that is a great way to just increase your sales. Email lists are also a great way to build community. In the same fashion as building personal connections, email marketing allows you to grow a community. If you have, for example, this podcast, if you have a podcast, share your weekly episodes, share the resources with your list. I have a Facebook group, Strategy for Creatives. I have an email list that's connected directly to that Facebook group. And when we do certain things, when I have certain things going on in the Facebook group, that email list is going to be notified about it. It's a great way to build that community and make people feel connected. I also have my CEO challenge that's within the Facebook group, but I also have an email list that's separate from that. If you have your own challenge, invite participants to follow along with other people in the challenge to reply back and share those replies in that email list. Share what other people are saying about your challenge. People want to belong. People want to feel connected to other people, especially nowadays. We've all been at home. A lot of us have been at home for almost two years now. Our social connections have been harder and harder to maintain. And building email lists, email marketing is an avenue to build a community of like-minded people. You will find, again, because these people are opting into your list, they are already primed for what you are offering them. And they are more 
more likely to build and be your people. And so it is easier to grow a community over an email list who can then be funneled into whatever action that you're trying to take, whether that is building a Facebook group or building a podcast listenership or just funneling more people into your whatever it is that you're selling to them. So growing a community via an email list is a great way to utilize that list and to really talk to the people that have signed up and get to know what they want, get to know what they want to hear from you, get to know what they're looking for, what kind of questions they have. Because as you start to find that out, it can help refine the content that you have on your email list or that you're sending to your email list and therefore can help you really provide what your audience is looking for and help you build that community even more. And lastly, email lists provide something that social media doesn't, and that's measurable analytics. Now, Instagram, Facebook, they have analytics, but it is harder to really figure out what those analytics mean. It's harder to figure out what type of content converts. You can see what's being shared. You can see what's being commented on or what people are engaging with, but it can be harder to figure out why certain certain types of content your audience appreciates and likes more over others. Like I said, I've had reels where I've talked about similar things and one will do better than the other. And I'm not really sure why. And that could just be an algorithm thing. I've, I've had posts where I've talked about the same things. One does better than the other. The pictures are similar. The content is similar, but one is doing better than the other. And I could be posting at the same time. I can be utilizing the same type of hashtags, but one does better than the other. And that's because I have no control over what the algorithm is doing with my content. I don't know who it's being displayed to. I don't know who's actually seeing it. So it can be harder to figure out what type of content converts via social media. With email marketing, you have a whole slew of analytics available at your fingertips. There, These are things that can help you figure out which messaging works best for your audience, what photo is more likely to get clicks. And utilizing these analytics can help you refine your marketing techniques and really help you hone in on what audiences like, which is likely to lead to more sales. So what does that mean? You can do different testing within most email marketing platforms. You can have what's called A and B campaigns where you send out the same exact email to two different segments of your audience, but one is going to get a different subject line maybe a slightly different call to action than a different one, but the content of the email is the same. And by looking at the metrics, what the click rate is, for example, uh, how many people are clicking on your call to action link, you'll be able to better see which is more likely to convert. You can also do the same thing with photos of products or things like that. I've done emails where I the content has been exactly the same, but I've highlighted one product over another. And that has helped me be able to see which product is actually more likely to get clicks, which product is more likely to get people to my website and shopping. And so it's a great way to see what type of content your audience really likes and wants to see from you. If they're more likely to click on a link in an email about a certain type of topic, then you know that by writing more about that topic, by talking more about that topic, by putting more of that content out there, it's going to get more clicks. It's going to get more people opening your emails. It's going to bring more people to your website. And so having those types of analytics can really help you hone in on figuring out what your audience wants to read, what your audience likes, what they're looking for. So that way, you know what to provide them to kind of keep that conversation moving and get them where you want to be in your funnels and building up. So this week, 
your one action item that I want you to think about when it comes to email list is how are you utilizing yours? I want you to really look at that question, think about that question. One, do you have an email list? And if you shied away from having an email list, I want you to figure out why that is. Yes, email marketing is a lot of work and it can feel like it's for nothing if you're not utilizing it the way that you should be or the way that you can to really help you generate sales. It's one thing to build an email list, but you actually have to do something with that email list. You can't just have people sign up to be on your email list and then provide them nothing because they're less likely to open emails from you. They're more likely to unsubscribe from you. So you should have some sort of email marketing plan when it comes to your email list. So ask yourself, do you? What does your email marketing look like? And the same way that I talked about building your blogs last week, where I said, I want you to look at your content and figure out at least one or two blog posts that you can write out of existing content that you have. I want you to look at your email list the same way. How are you utilizing your email list? Are you emailing your people? Are you telling them about offers that you have? Are you sharing personal stories with them? Are you building that connection with them via email? Are you providing value to them via email? And if you're not, how can you better do that? Do you have a blog post or a social media post that you can repurpose into an email to send out to your list? repurposing there's nothing wrong with repurposing I do it all of the time there are plenty of times where I have a blog post a social media post and an email post or an email that goes out to my list that's about the exact same thing and I'm talking about it in different ways but it's the same topic and that's because people take in information differently the same way I mentioned last week maybe not everybody's coming to your website and reading your blog Maybe they're not following you on social media and maybe they don't have your email list. But by utilizing and repurposing your content to those three types of of areas, you're going to reach different people. The people on your email list may not be on your social media, but they get your emails in the inbox. So they're more likely to read your blog post or click on that link or read whatever it is that you're saying. The same way people who are coming to your website from Pinterest may not be on, on your email list. So they might not have seen that content in their email, but they're seeing it now for the first time time through a blog post and maybe they're more likely to sign up for your email list then so they can keep getting that content and it's the same with social media they may not be on your email list they may have never seen your website but their first interaction with that content is via your social media so then you can entice them to sign up for your email list visit your website and build that relationship that way but utilizing and repurposing content in different ways allows you to get more eyes on the same type of content you're just sending it out through different mediums so I encourage you to look Look at a social media post that you have. Look at a blog post that you may have. Look at content you've already created for your audience and repurpose that into an email. Start thinking about ways that you can utilize your email list to better market your business, to build those connections, to talk more with the people who have already signed up for your list. These people want to hear from you. They have already decided that you are providing something to them of value, that they are interested in whatever it is that you are offering already. So utilize that list to help build the connection to help build that like no trust factor so that way people will be more likely to purchase from you so hopefully you found at least one reason why you should be utilizing your email list a little bit more and I want you to take that back and try to think of some ideas about how email marketing can help you and your business grow are you ready to up level your business join the five-day be your own ceo challenge 
All the details are available on the website at www.buy-sasha.com. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And of course, follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Want to follow me on social? I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Strategy by Sasha. Make sure you tune in next Tuesday for more business tips.